Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Having fun is fundamental, boys and girls. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Monday, the 24th of January. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Yes, welcome to a lovely Monday, a lovely, bright, sunny, horrible, disgusting Monday. <laughs> did anyone else start the week struggle? as you mean to go on, eh? Did wow. I struggle to get out of bed this morning? I did. Jesus but Christ. I um I put both of my duvets into my into my bedspread, so I did struggle to get out, but because it was so So nice. heavy. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Were you like I... fighting your way up? No, I was fighting to stay in it, if anything. I have issues with restless leg syndrome, so uh, I manacle myself to my bed, so I always have difficulty leaving the, the, mm. the, the homestead in the morning. Is that a real thing, restless leg syndrome? I don't know. I've heard about it, but whatever I've got kind of feels like restless leg syndrome. You just feel like you just constantly just need to dance. Yeah, you like when a dog dreams and it's having a little run. <laughs> yeah, having a little run, having a little bark. Why don't dogs bark properly in their dreams? They just sort of go... Bruh. Oh, yeah, little, yeah. Very strange. I suppose that's them talking in their sleep, isn't it? I guess I guess do, so. Do any but... dogs sleepwalk? Let us know. <laughs> Shut if you've got a dog that sleepwalks. <laughs> Hard to get yet a read again, on them. Yet again, Pete, I'm realising that we need an animal correspondent yeah, on the ramble. Do, yeah. I, I'm closest to feral, I suppose. I'm closest to the animal <laughs> world, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to do a relegation scrap special yeah. for the first half of today's ramble, I think, because Pete's boys, Pete's, the underdogs, the ones we can really get behind, have beaten Leeds United 1-0 on Saturday. Can't see. I've, uh, 
I don't know. Well, he put it in the right place, didn't he, John J. Shelby? But I'm not sure that you know, yeah, we'll be wanting to watch that one back no. too often. I can't stop. I don't know what an offside is. I don't know what uh, like getting like in getting involved in players anymore. Because that really looked like it was going to be chalked off <laughs> under VAR, but it very much wasn't, and I'm really bloody glad it wasn't. But uh, it, 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 it was uh, it wasn't chalked off. But I just I just cannot understand why it wasn't. It's very very weird. <laughs> when you say you cannot understand why it wasn't, is it just because it was a good thing for Newcastle when you don't trust it? Yeah, yeah, that's probably yeah, that, yeah. It's not even anything to do with VAR. It's just the fact that uh, that's not how Newcastle's luck usually goes. But they 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 definitely rode their luck in that game, and uh, you know Paul Dummett. He's just come back from from injury pretty much, and and he had to be subbed off in the end, but not a moment too soon for that poor lad because he was having a terrible time with Rafinha. On the, oh God, on yeah, the, Raf- Rafinha bullying you in front of thousands <laughs> of people is is the stuff of anxiety nightmares. Isn't it? You don't want that to be your, your reality. He's but so it was a, lively. A great win, great it win, was... and Dan James let you off the hook as well, right? Yeah, it's it's it. I I, th- I think there's a few chances. I think where where Leeds probably uh, should. Oh my really God, have Leeds were great for the, were, at least for the first half. Weren't they, they were. I mean, they were. Busy, they were making yeah. so many chances and uh, string doing what they do best, stringing mm. stuff together. And as you say about Rafinha, I thought he had a great. Well, yeah. definitely at least first half. Newcastle have certainly played better and got less out of that game, to be honest, because I, th- I thought Newcastle were pretty turgid at times during that during that match. But, uh, you know, you get a dead ball situation and uh, John Josh Shelby just confuses everyone with his ways. Hey, man, you're winning ugly. Right? And that's that's, <laughs> that's what very, you need to win titles. Don't be mean to John Joe. Don't be mean <laughs> to You've him. been mean to John Joe. I didn't mention him, did I? <laughs> Scandal. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the phone and share sort of accidental backhill block that was probably my favourite bit and also yeah. Alan St. Maximan falling down in the area and not getting a penalty you presumably Pete think that was a nailed I, on I very much thought it was a nailed on penalty but then, but then all all weekend there's been situations where penalties have not been given when it should have been given and then given when it shouldn't have been given if you know what I mean it's, yeah it, there's it's, been some really weird ones it's been ones, a funny one there's been a very strange one this weekend it was something about his fall, though. It was so, it was so prattful. Like uh, it was so kind of um, <laughs> slapstick. Slapstick, exactly. Maybe yeah. that. Maybe the drama of it was what mm. made the referee feel like, no, that that that's just gonna be him slipping over. Lots of people slipping over. Maybe that was it yeah. over the weekends. Greasy, sort of frosty ground. Greasy, exactly mm. right. <laughs> okay, so um, oh, apparently Alan Shearer, or it, well, in fact, apparently on match of the day, Alan Shearer said that. <laughs> where do I get my rumours from? <laughs> Alan Shearer said that Kieran Trippier would be uh, a future captain or should be a future captain. Do you? He's he's, he, he's already he, done you a fa- as Mar- Marcus would say. He's already done you a favour by turning up to play for you. So uh, massively, he's kind of transformed uh, the the. He's clearly a bit of a cheerleader behind the scenes as well, and I would I do wonder how that's going to affect Jamal Sells, who's going through a real rough patch uh, form wise uh, that's lasted about three years, and he and and, and and he's obviously the captain, and you do sort of this player comes in the club who's a lot better than Callum, a lot better than a lot better than Jamal rather, uh, and a lot more um, you know expansive in his player just by virtue yeah. of the fact that where he, where he plays in on the pitch and he he can affect more and he can talk to players halfway up the pitch and, and tell them off and stuff so. Uh, 
it's going to be interesting to see how that one pans out. There seems to be some creaking inevitability uh, that he will take the uh, captain's armband probably next season. Um, but uh, that, that will probably see Jamal uh leave the club, you would imagine, and uh, not a moment too soon for some uh, Newcastle fans, which is very sad. But what, what I will say is that um, obviously Newcastle are um, jetting off to Jeddah um, pretty soon. Uh, and uh, Kieran Trippier for football uh, reasons. For football, for football reasons. reasons. They just, look, they just want a game just of warm, football. Isn't it? They just, just want warm. a game they of football. They need to play a Saudi team. Why but, is that not obvious? But Callum Wilson's obviously on crutches at the moment, so he can't carry his own suitcase. So Kieran Trippier was spotted carrying. A captain's performance, carrying oh. the team oh, the man. and carrying just... Callum Wilson's uh, suitcases. Uh, but no matter how much money you got, you still got to get that little bus that takes you from uh, the, the terminal <laughs> at Newcastle <laughs> to the jet. So it's not that fancy. You can have all the money in the world, but you're still getting on that bloody Newcastle uh, airport bus. <laughs> yeah, just like us, aren't they, footballers? Yeah. Do you think like Jamal LaSalle will be okay with Kieran Trippier carrying Karen, uh, Callum Wilson's suitcase? I think going to put his nose out of joint? He probably couldn't f- do it as well, I would have thought. <laughs> put his hands out of joint. Drop it. I think Jamal would probably drop him on the floor and everyone would see his pants, to be honest, at, at this moment in time. But at the airport, when they were like, did you pack this bag yourself, sir? <laughs> no, Kieran oh. Trippier did it for me. I'm yeah. on crutches. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the answer is no. So it's, it'll be lucky yeah. if they make it out there. Yeah. So, I mean, th- this is a really, really necessary win, isn't it, Pete? How does it, how do you feel that gives you a... Oh, you're just trying to move it on from to... the sports washing. Thing. That's so <laughs> fucking typical of Jim Campbell, isn't it? Look, it's, oh, look, it's what I'm we've just, been coming to expect from him. I am moving it on for football reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we really have nothing to say about the other stuff, do we? And it's, it's a difficult situation no. for anyone who loves Newcastle United. But I think in the match itself, I, I, I don't think Newcastle really deserved that Leeds. It was kind of a Leeds in microcosm, really. They only really concede scrappy goals and, and Newcastle seemed to only score uh, scrappy goals at the moment so look it, it's so important to be picking up points like that they've been they need to turn those draws into wins and they've got uh, I think Everton uh, in the next, next match so yeah. I'm just hoping that there's oh, still going to be a club in disarray and that we'll is going to be like more. Cirque du Soleil it's going to be brilliant <laughs> <laughs> the next five uh, fixtures for Newcastle then Pete is as you say Everton home uh, Villa at home as well then West Ham away Brentford away and Brighton at home it's on is it? Well, you've got to be hoping that you pick up uh, points against Everton Brentford Brighton probably as well the, the other two Aston Villa are in their ascendancy and West Ham are a solid solid side who can score goals it's oh mate I'm I'm, I'm hoping they do that <laughs> and a lot's <laughs> been said about how difficult it is to be a Newcastle fan at this very moment in time we've got a competent manager we've got a, a striker who really likes his right foot he's awful at the this first two matches when Newcastle Woods good god he was uh, he's turgid um, but uh, hopefully he'll, he'll, he'll come good at some point at this point in time, there's nothing that has been done to Newcastle United that couldn't have been done under Mike Ashley financially. Let's make that very clear. A competent manager, a good right back and a, a, a and, and someone who uh, who's big and imposing in, in, in the box. So at mm. this moment, my conscience is clear. Alright? When we start buying your, your, your big footballers, <laughs> then I can sort of go ugh, gross. Is that true though? <laughs> because Chris Wood, it seems as though Chris Wood, they paid over the odds for him. Yeah, the oh, release yeah, no, clause. And the said. whole point That's is true, that, actually, Burnley, yeah, that they've stripped yeah. Burnley all right, kid. Can't have anything player. nice. Yeah. All right, can't have anything. You're, nice. you're having loads of nice things, actually. <laughs> hey, I mean, you you enjoy pessimism. So yes. In a in a way, if Newcastle do get relegated this year, yeah, won't next season when you are like, you know, essentially a, a billionaire toy, right. In the championship, 
Yeah. We've never seen that before. That might be quite fun, right? You might just ride roughshod all over it. Well, just the championship... plunder all your rivals like you're doing now, just like just tearing it to pieces. That's what they did last last time. That's what your parachute payments are for. Not on this scale, realize. though. <laughs> no, it's really it'd be, not on it'd be unreal. Well, it, the championship is is a nightmare. Like Luis Suarez anyway. up front because you offer him so much money. Like <laughs> it could be amazing. <laughs> yeah, we'll all look forward to that. I mean, the thing is, the one thing that they are doing, Pete, that has seemed to help Morol that they couldn't do under Mike Ashley is uh, they took those signs down, Sports Direct signs. They did, and apparently, yeah. Ashley is now suing Amanda Staveley for breaching terms of a £10 million loan he made her to help facilitate the sale of the club because he agreed, or I'm not sure if it's strictly speaking because, but one of the elements there is that they agreed to keep up the Sports Direct signs until the end of the season. I, I thought it was like that the, the, you, really. you couldn't criticise the club or something. You couldn't criticise Mike Ashley's uh, performance as director of the club. I think that was part of it as well. So that's the Ooh. apparently the point that apparently stayed Lee's said something <laughs> to, to Does that endear guy. you to her, though? Or her to you, rather? Given that it's like, oh, this might all... cost me 10 million quid, but fast, sod it, it, get it down, all... get them down. They're all weird robots, aren't they? Weird yeah. money robots. Money robots, Strange. absolutely. Mm. Speaking of people are moving out of the uh, relegation zone, un- unbelievably, inexplicably, implausibly, Norwich beat Watford 3-0. Unbelievable. <laughs> to switch round, to yeah. switch round relegation places. I mean, they but were fantastic. They really are, aren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. They've, oh. like, they started off being a bit of a kind of unpredictable basket case. It's like, are they going to be terrible? Are they going to win quite convincingly? They have just slipped into terrible now, haven't they? Yeah. Um, but the, the, the goal from Josh, Char- Josh Sargent, unbelievable. I can't even say his name. I'm so giddy at the Just call him producer it. Finn. <laughs> yeah, it was it was what a finish. But the f- for both that first goal and his second goal, the joy on his face yeah. was like Francis Bourgeois pure. Like it was just like it was just <laughs> so lovely, just so great. He's had a tough time. Like he missed the remember that open goal where he like yeah. he didn't even get near hitting it. I don't think the ball even like went out of play. It was such a bad effort on goal, and he's been a bit of a lightning rod. Um, and it, it was a fantastic, fantastic goal, the first one, and then to get a second one. I do think Pookie's 100% fouled the defender in the build-up to the first one. I don't know quite how he's got away with that. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm really surprised that that goal stood. But... Uh, but the goal was good enough that I think it's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've, I know we've, we've got to have rules and blah, 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 yeah. But yeah, on a ac- purely aesthetic perspective, I'm fine with that. I can't believe that he was able to sort of bend his body into that position as know, well right? as propelling something forward. Brilliant. Oh, what a guy. People were chanting USA, USA, USA. Now, look, I'm happy for the lad, and he's, what, 21, and he's scoring <laughs> exciting goals. I'm not trying to prove of that. No? Why no. That? Well, because it's, it's another thing, isn't it? It's a, it's a, different, it's a different vibe. It's a different That's vibe. Like, yeah. It's, it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, I mean, with his, well, with his two by four. But he, he, they're not chanting "Stop the steal" or <laughs> "Drain the swamp." Like it's what are you, what are you what are you projecting onto it? <laughs> no, I'm really not. No, I'm not. American listeners, all of whom I love. Um, it's, I don't know. It's just got that's just got a real American sports vibe to it for mm. me. Yeah, clearly. I that's think that what ship um... sailed ages ago. Surely, everyone eats hot dogs and all kinds of business. Um, we're on about Norwich, who were great, and unfortunately, probably uh, Claudio Ranieri will be sacked imminently from his job at Watford. Yeah. He has, ha- oh God, he's achieved 10 defeats in 13 league games, no clean sheets. Do you remember when he first came in, 
was it Liverpool their first game? I mean, that's tough. That's not easy for anybody. And he was like, he did his whole charming Claudio Ranieri thing of being like, oh, I'll get them a free meal, a free dinner if we yeah. can keep a shutout. And then they lost five <laughs> nil. Yeah, no free dinner. But they're probably yeah. ter- terribly malnourished. They've got, they've not had dinner. Don't That'll they? Don't it. like Watford sort of managers? They work like space shuttles. They they design the new one while uh, the one is on the the, the, the last one is <laughs> yeah. on the launch pad. They've got to work yeah. three managers in advance. So they should really have someone in place right now to sort of uh, pop in but good god what what a job that is the Watford job you, you mm. automatically get like three million pounds within a month yeah. or two months it's, it's like a really lucrative temp job isn't it it's brilliant yes, it's beautiful. essentially more of a consultant do you mean like a temporary <laughs> consultant yeah. than an actual Freelancer. manager yeah. yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, from a Norwich perspective, it's probably been obviously it's been a very difficult season for them, and this show has probably been a very difficult listen if you are a Norwich City fan. But after the Everton game, the narrative was was all about, oh God, Everton have slipped up. They've lost to Norwich. That is so yeah. so bad. That must have been really frustrating, possibly quite galvanising. And they have yeah. done like they have used that platform in the best way they possibly could with a really really convincing win here in, in what is effectively a six pointer. So. The great escape could be on if they can keep that up. Yeah, I mean, let's yeah. not forget. Uh, we should probably remember that they've got, in terms of the league table, they've played twenty-two, and other yes. people around them have not played as many. So they've got many. to keep this going. So they, they have got to keep it. But as we've said many times, you'd rather have the the points on the board than hopes, hopes mm. in the future of possible points on the board. Uh, enjoyable that the floodlights went out. I thought. Yep. Uh, yeah. Not so much that it really affected the game in any way, but because um, they played with <laughs> they them played sort on, of partially yeah. on after, a, but there was 15 minutes of injury time at the end. Oh, you oh, love that. Lovely. There's yeah. a, there's an astonishing email coming up about that uh, particular uh, power Ooh, cut. So good stay tuned teaser. for that. Wow. Good teaser. <laughs> Keep lining them up. Uh, disappointed to see Musa Sissoko's amazing volley uh, disallowed, by the way, because he cannot find the net. I know. That it's going <laughs> to take him years to get another on target. That's such a shame, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, in other kind of technical issue news, Brentford's uh, 2-1 defeat to Wolves was delayed by ten- 20 minutes. 20 minutes because of an unauthorised drone hovering over the stadium. Yeah, that was weird. Heat. Yeah, nothing to do Are with me. Looking at you, or um, what? I am. I was in my house in Essex, but like, I mean, <laughs> around the ground, there's like the balconies, like all like there's there's big sort of towering uh, kind of uh, housing developments, and, and and there's a lot of balconies, and you you just sort of think, presumably, the guy it would be a guy uh, on the would just be stood on the balcony directing his little drone around the place, but yeah, you know, weird. Yeah, only if he's an idiot. Which he probably is, <laughs> probably but like is. He, he doesn't want to be caught, does he? So. Yeah. Oh, You're well, saying I'd... that there's a lot of suspects in this. It's I'm just saying there's, it could be anyone in that building. To be quite frank, I think uh, the. I mean, I'd very much like to see the footage. The footage must be posted online. If you're going to go down for, for you know, influencing a football match with the drone, you may as well release the footage because you know you know you're going to get caught eventually. Mm. Mm. Is it an illegal stream? Maybe. Like a drone stream, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a new one. Watch <laughs> the game from cool. above. I like that angle as well. Yeah. Um, Thomas Frank was given a red after the game. Apparently, he had a confrontation with the Wolves player. Very mardy lately, isn't he? He yeah. is. Pe- yeah. We need. Let's let's keep a watch on that. But enjoyably, he said he got a yellow, and then he apparently said, uh, "You can give me the second one as well." So he did. <laughs> sure. <Love it. laughs> Why not? Front up to your problems. Uh, Everton lost. Should we go to a break? <laughs> no. Um, Villa should probably get some credit here. 1-0 uh, the win. That was the early kickoff on Saturday. Uh, Duncan Ferguson's rousing speeches. I've had... <laughs> Look, 
he's not going to be able to solve this problem, right? No. Um, but uh, yeah, he he went around some pubs on in the morning of the game, he put did. some money behind the bar for like beleaguered Everton fans. Yeah, so they could have their first pint on him, which is a nice little um. Nice that little thing re- to do, I isn't that it? That is actually really nice. Yeah, I, ju- I just Even, think I mean, he's wasting his money because he 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 gets the, the 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 manager money for like one month a year, and he needs to sort of conserve that. Like he can't he can't just be doing because he knows he's not going to have that manager money for the next few months. He needs to conserve that amount of money in his bank account. Unbelievable. But apparently Fabio Cannavaro's been interviewed. That would be a touch, wouldn't it? Everton absolutely wow. hitting Rafa Benitez, an actual manager, and Fabio Cannavaro. I mean, he's just managing China, really, hasn't he? <laughs> well, maybe that's that how they like to recruit. Mark. I mean, same story with Benitez, I guess. Yeah, um, I guess so, yeah. Did you he, hear, did, um, he did, he did have some other bits in his CV. Carry on. Did you hear Tyrone Mings after the game? Oh, with, no. with in, in reference to um, Matty Cash and uh, Luca Dean being hit with the uh, the bottles. Which we, yes, which full, uh, I don't know, behaving well before we do the bit where we laugh at them. Um very yeah. bad, very, very bad. There's, there seems to be a space. Please don't recently. fucking it's, throw things onto yeah. football pitches. It's, it's, it's really bad because also if you're high up, I know you don't necessarily agree with this, Jim, but if, if the momentum of the thing, even if it's quite a small object. Well, we were talking about this earlier, weren't we, Pete? What do you think about this? I'm not. What? I'm probably open opening myself up to ridicule here, but <laughs> I don't know if a person could knock me over with a with a bottle. Oh, someone's so hard today. You know I mean? No, but I don't mean that. Look, if they punched me while holding the bottle, obviously. But, but, you know, like, right. but momentum is a thing, and yeah. the weight of so I don't. So we need a plastic bottle. Com. We need ma- full yeah, of liquid. Also, it's a bit full. Yeah, full of liquid. Correct. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. I th- I mean it would do we'll damage. Obviously do, it, we'll do a video special of trying this at some point. Well, exactly. Obviously. We'll I mean, we'll we'll, do, we'll throw them off the the top of a uh, 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 football ramble HQ. Obviously, that's you know that's yeah. what we usually do. But yeah, no, I. It's not great, is it? I mean, it's not great to see. You shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. I mean, we had in the no. Chelsea match, I think people throwing uh, lighters and and a bottle opener. Yeah, I it's think happened it was at actually Arsenal a Chelsea well. It's a yeah. bit like it's not as extreme as this, but isn't it like you know if you drop a. Okay, this is not exactly the example. Please, Dropping someone a penny write off in. the Eiffel Tower. Is yes, that what you're going to say? It's, no, it's yeah. not like that, is it? It is like that. The principle is the same, but the, uh, the like, effect is going to be completely different. Oh, because it? it, it's small, so it can knock me over. Bullets no. are small. <laughs> but if you throw a bullet at someone, it's not as effective. I, I presume terminal velocity is involved. I don't remember my physics lessons that, that much, but surely uh, after a certain uh, period of time, it stops accelerating. Yeah. So, you, you, But you what I mean right. is like if, someone, if someone's throwing it at you, then they can only do that from a certain distance, right? So yeah. I'm just saying I don't know if you could knock me over with a bottle. <laughs> Either way, we're not, co- we're not convinced that, look, bottles are being thrown, multiple bottles. In the clips we've seen, it does right. look a bit mad that Lucadina falls over as though he's, yeah. Mm. But we, d- we, don't, we haven't seen every angle. It's and possible... it's like, it's really childish that people keep doing this as well. Yes. It is possible that he stuff. was really hurt, but it does look quite funny on the clip. Yeah, it's a weird afternoon for him. Really, really weird afternoon. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised they booed him, to be honest. Yeah, and it's all been a bit I mean, unseemly, isn't it? But yeah. again, it, yeah. you know, it, it only takes a few, doesn't it, to sound worse than it is. But Tyrone Mings, after the game, when it was when it, he was talking about the, the, the throwing of, of the bottle incident, said um, it's about all they've got, isn't it? Big Bo- words from Tyrone. Oh, yes, yeah. it is. Or did they mean, does he mean they've got a bottle? No, he, he, he means that, like... <laughs> Yeah, essentially means Everton are a bit shit and the fans haven't got anything <laughs> to share about. I was trying to give a, a more generous interpretation. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, th- I think you're definitely right. Good win for Aston Villa, although as we, you know, you can only play what's in front of you. Yeah. Time for a break. Hold up. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Clash of the Titles is the podcast where two movies with something in common go head-to-head in a fight to the death as we decide which film does it better. And for the whole of January and February, we're taking film suggestions from you, our listeners. But he said to me, I was putting on, and because we've done the social network, and he's like, why are you doing all these good films? <laughs> and I said, oh, well, you know. And then I had to admit that every, other people pick them not. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Join me, Alex Zane, with Chris Tilly and Vicky Crompton every Monday and Thursday. Search Clash of the Titles wherever you get your pods. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the sort of luxuriant quality. Welcome back to the Football Ramble on Monday. It's time for a recap of our Betway 4 to score from Friday. Entry to four to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game for the T's and C's apply. So we did all this. Game one, Southampton versus Manchester City. That was the uh, Sussy 5.30 kickoff. Marcus picked Gabriel Jesus after complaining that it was very difficult to pick anybody. It would have been difficult to pick Kyle Walker-Peters because it was his first goal in the Premier League and very lovely to see. That was, we're going to come on to it. Uh, game two, Leicester versus Brighton. Sunday, two o'clock, when Vish picked Patson Dacca, I thought he sounded a bit smug the way he picked it so confidently, yeah. but I'm well, wrong. He rightly, was right. Rightly so. Bloody yeah. hell, Pat Sandaka well was well the done. first goal scorer in that. Yeah, applause is right. Um, game three, Crystal Palace versus Liverpool, Sunday 2 o'clock. Andy, again, not overthinking things. He went for Diogo Jota. Uh, the result was Virgil van Dijk. And in lovely game header. four, Chelsea, lovely header. In Chelsea versus Spurs, that was the 4.30 kickoff on Sunday. Luke picked Mason Mount. I feel like he always does. Uh, the result was Hakim Ziyech. Here comes some emails. Mm, 
All right, we've got an email from Sam Vale. Thank you, Sam. On Friday's show, you mentioned the snake at Inter Miami's training ground. It has come to my attention that former Stoke City man Breck Shea uh, caught the snake. My question <laughs> is, is this conclusive evidence needed to prove that if you can do it on a cold Thursday in Stoke, you can do anything in the world? Caught a snake. Amazing. Yeah. It I looks mean, it's... really creepy, the way he caught it, I thought. Yeah? How so? Well, you sort of trying to outwit it, but it's like snapping about his heels. <laughs> what if he... You know, snakes are quicker than humans, are they? Probably not. I don't know. In a foot race... Well, obviously, it can't, it can't have a foot race, <laughs> can it? So, yeah, I've got him on a technicality there. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be honest... It's, it's, if, I thought he if would a, use an if implement. A, I think he just used his hand. That's that's amazing. That's even more impressive. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the training at Stoke is more varied than we thought. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so Jake's been in touch as well. And he says, please, for the love of God, tell me somebody saw the match of the day footage of Reverend Mike Dean trying to insert his microphone back into his ear after removing it during the partial blackout at Vicarage Road. A oh. bit too dry to slide straight in. And without hesitation, oh. Mike inserts the device into his mouth, gives it a quick <laughs> lube up and slips it coolly back into his ear. Oh. This may be a completely normal thing to do for referees or ear pierce wearers. Not that in my 30 years of wearing earphones I have ever needed to or even thought about it. However, watching Dino do it and stare straight at the TV cameras whilst doing so and seemingly directly into my soul will be a moment that haunts me for the rest of the week. Um, Only yeah. the rest of the week? I thought it was going to yeah, go I thought bigger that was, that yeah. That. Yeah. So it's, it's, just a, it's just a mild haunting, but it is a haunting nonetheless. Tempered. Yeah. What do you guys make of that? So the thing that creeps yeah, me out yeah, is don't, like... Don't do it, please, is what I make of that. So wearing, I think, to be fair to Mike Dean initially... I think it's different to the earphones that you're likely to wear for, you know, like AirPods or whatever that yeah. don't go fully into your ear because they, they tend to be moulded, I think. Same right. as like telly ones. Right. Not moulded the... well enough, it yeah. seems. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you not yeah. lick your finger and then rub it with it? I, I wouldn't do... Oh, God. Is that, is that not more... <laughs> is that not better? And the I'd thing is, in I suspect there's earwax in there. Yeah. You? I, you, the thing is, we all know what earwax... Nobody wants to talk about it. But the elephant in the room is that we all know what earwax tastes like, and and that's I what don't actually no, is. Pete, I don't think you don't know what your earwax tastes like. What's wrong no. with you two? You've never inadvertently to... scratched the inside of your ear and then found your ha- ha- finger in your hand in your mouth. No, rather. no, never. Um, no. So, is... Well, look, I'm very deliberate. Do it on the podcast. Put my hand Do it on the podcast mouth. right now. Let's have the test test. Do it no. on the I podcast right my, now. In you my get those little chosen... digits in the ears, no. and let's get this tested, guys. Come on. You well, do sadly, it. I've got headphones on and yeah. I can't reach through those. Oh. But I also... Sadly, I don't want to. I don't Play along at home, though. I... <laughs> right, he's doing it. He's right in there. Num, 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 num. And how is, how is that? It's, uh, it's brackish at best. Brackish. <laughs> it? Come on, be, be serious. Now you've tested that. What does it what taste do you mean? like? It, just tastes, it tastes like earwax. It's, it's, earwax is a very specific, what, 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 is that, oily, is it sweet, bitter, is it savory, is it umami? <laughs> I just don't believe, and I don't think anyone at home, well, wherever they might be listening to this podcast, believe that neither of you know what earwax tastes like. I'm sorry, I'm guys. sorry, but we've spent our lives probably avoiding eating earwax. So lick of each all, other's all the... ears, lick each other's <laughs> ears. <laughs> of all the secretions that your body makes, yeah. how familiar are you with all of them? I've tr- yeah, I've tried them all. Apart from the bad, all, the pati- all of the, them, the worst one. Right. Yeah. The worst. No. The, 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 
<laughs> and and I'll leave that up to you to see what to see what that is. To what that one is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't yeah. really know how to get out of this particular corner. Yeah. Look at your other's ears. Look, that's the only way we're gonna get out of it. <laughs> I think that I'm just gonna move it on and try and move pretend it on. that never happened. Um yeah. you guys need to get your questions in for Pep Talks on Wednesday, please. Uh show at footballramble.com or tweet us at Football Rumble, not about the earwax thing. Not about the earwax. Yeah, well, that's inevitable now, though, isn't it? So. so if you email in, even if like one person emails in and is like, oh, yes, I've snacked on my earwax, Pete's going to think that's proof that every fucker in the world eats earwax Correct. for breakfast. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> I bet Pep Guardiola eats his own earwax. Oh, he doesn't have earwax. Southampton no, won, Manchester right. City won. He doesn't have earwax. Yeah, it's good. that's for other managers. He's a cut above. He doesn't have earwax. He doesn't He's admit too, anything. too busy. Yeah. I bet he gets it. Sur- is it syringed out where they do the thing with the yeah. with the candle? Uh, <laughs> this is disrespectful to Southampton's battling draw with yeah. Manchester City. They were beautiful. fantastic. Beautiful Enjoyable. goal. What like it, such an instinctual kind of like. I've, this is the only way I'm going to get this in, and yeah. it was so good, so early in the match. And and I think you were saying, Jim, a few weeks ago, like you wonder whether if 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 uh, someone gets a goal early against uh, Man City, uh, what happens to them? And, and we saw that they, they, they found it very difficult to. They get don't like it, do they? They don't like it. No. <laughs> so Southampton are one of four teams who've managed to stop City winning this season. They did it at the Etihad, as in they were before this game, they did it yeah. at the Etihad too. Yeah. I, I I can't can you make any sense of that, Jim? Like why is it Southampton and the guy are their nemesis, are their kryptonite? Yeah, it's it's a funny one, isn't it? Because obviously Pep Guardiola um fell in love with Nathan Redmond that time as well. There's a bit of a strange um, relationship beautiful. between the two of them. I don't know. I think maybe just Hassan Hootel can get them up for the fight. Um, in a way that, that he was that, so pumped at the end, wasn't yeah, he? he it was really was, really and, it, and it, it seemed like he said he was exhausted from having watched it. Yeah. But I think <laughs> the thing is, it's if you say, if, if you say, even a team like Southampton are who are going to you know comfortably probably finish around mid table this season, if you're playing against Man City. You're trying not to lose, right? Even a team that good, well, e- even if you're yeah. a mid- mid-table team, and if you accept that you are just trying to get absolutely anything out of the game and commit to that fully, may- maybe that's what you have to do. What? Just try try and blunt them rather than beat them. Is almost. that what you feel like they were doing? Because I felt like they were, certainly for the first, I don't know, 40 or so minutes, I felt like they were on the attack. Yeah, but uh, but at some point, you know, City's dominance started to show, didn't it? Goal as yeah, well as God, it was a shame. Disallowed. But, but they, I think... You can't do that against them for ninety minutes. If you try to do that, they'll just pick you off, and you'll you'll just get battered. No, that's um, true. That and I think the, they managed the game really well. Perhaps that that's the fourteenth goal that Man City have conceded this season. <laughs> Amazing! It was it was a real shame for Southampton because they had so many players following the ball and no players kind of marking up, and Laporte was just kind of at the back post and just went, oh, "I'll have that, please. I'll yeah. munch on that." It was a real shame because I thought they could have they could have held out. I think the way that uh, Man City were, uh, were were finding it difficult, and there were a lot of chances, obviously, but Southampton I thought, played really really well. Yeah, um, Ralph Hasnoodle says that Jack Grealish waited in the tunnel. Oriol Romeo after a foul on Grealish during the game. Oriol Romeo is hard. He could probably knock me over the plastic I think that is surprising, isn't it? Although I guess Grealish fancies himself in a fight, doesn't he? Maybe. He's got that. Speaking of aesthetics, he's got that aesthetic. He's a a bulky lad, isn't he, Grealish? So he probably... Calves only. Do you think? I don't know. He's probably... like The calves are so big, it might disguise the fact that the rest of him is also quite big. Fine. (laughs) Yeah. But... um, I mean, Grealish played really well. Actually, he's, he's starting to get a bit of criticism, or the criticism has been there for a while about how he's not really set the world alight. And you know, in terms of 
certainly goals. It's, that's that's been the case. Um, but he played well, and clearly, you know, it, it, he cares a lot. If he's getting this wound up, I think yeah. I think we might see a bit more um, from Jackie down the line soon. Um, I think I think he's ready. I don't think to, he'd like to... you to call him Jackie. No, he might <laughs> wait for you in the tunnel. He might do. Yeah. Pep Guardiola called it his side's best performance of the season by far. Pete, is that your yeah. reading of it? The man's a sadist. Let's let's make that very clear. He's he's a strange man, and he enjoys being hurt emotionally because mm. football is his best friend. Uh, and when football turns on him, he he takes it very personally. But he's slightly. A, He's clearly really into the pain. <laughs> yeah, he's like a method actor, isn't he? But he just isn't an actor. Yeah, he's he's just happy that football's just trying something on him after all these years. Oh, really? Oh, Southampton scoring early. Okay, oh, right. yeah. All oh, right. yeah. This is the best game I've ever been in. Brilliant. Yeah, what do you think of that? <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't expect me to say that, did you? <laughs> uh, so we've got a title race then, everybody. Oh, oh he said another <laughs> mad thing. <laughs> Which, yeah. <laughs> Which was when it was it put to him, it's like, oh, might we have a title race on now? He's like, I don't understand why, you know, when we win, people say there isn't a title race, and, and, <laughs> and, when, and when we when we drop points, people say there is. It's like, well, it's because <laughs> it's because you're not as far in front, Pep. It's you're, like <laughs> you're, expl- you're almost explaining exactly why that's happening. Yeah, which is helpful of you, I guess. Yeah, the reason for that is obviously they've dropped points there, and Liverpool won three-one against Crystal Palace. Jurgen Klopp. Um, this is a bit of a beer theme this mm. weekend. Feels like, but. He handed out a couple of bottles of Peroni to fans as he got on the coach after the game. I don't know where. Where's he picked those up from? Yeah, he where's he them, got them up from? Yeah. Is he brought them from his? You know how that whole yeah. thing of Mourinho settling down, or like Sir Alex sitting down with a lovely bottle of <laughs> red wine with yeah. the opposition manager to really, in a kind of Pirlo-esque way, to just sit elegantly and set things to right. I don't know. Maybe he's got like a bullet belt full of beers on him at all times, <laughs> yes! just in case he sees fans. Shot girl. <laughs> Shotgun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Yeah. Another beautiful thing that the pandemic has probably put paid to forever. People having shots yeah. of vodka poured into their mouths on the dock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I... By buxom women. Again, have you been to Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> Only professionally. Uh, on we go to Chelsea beating Spurs 2 0. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well done, Chelsea. They have beaten Spurs very a often. A lot, lately. <laughs> it's annoying, isn't it? Before this game, I thought, I said, I was quite interested to get a sense of where Tottenham are from playing Chelsea again. And I, like Pep Guardiola, am something of a sadist. But I actually <laughs> enjoyed the first half, and I thought we were pretty sharp in the first half. Yeah. Um, picking up, running onto balls, picking them up, creating things. Jim's making that face he makes where he's about to disagree and also question my sanity in a slightly offensive way. No, actually, <laughs> I wasn't doing that. Um, my brow oh, is, is just slightly... furrowed like that all the time <laughs> now. That, it was that other face, um, yeah. No, what I was, what I was just thinking about the disallowed goal and how, mm. um, despite seemingly every every pundit it. seeming to think it was the correct decision, I think it's, it's really harsh. Did everyone Still, pl- did they? It's, yeah, most pundits seemed that I've seen seem to say yeah, and, and that's the correct decision, twats, or at least say it's Absolute like, the, or at least be sympathetic towards the decision. Like Dwayne Genus was surprisingly um, like kind of light on it. I thought. I think like obviously Kane's he certainly pushed Thiago a little bit, almost to steady himself, and steady, Thiago's momentum doing, has he? taken Which him is away. Stupid, I guess. But like I, I just I think it's a I think it's harsh. Thanks. 
I think you're right. But mm. what does what the fuck is my opinion? Yeah, you say thanks, that makes it funnier to me. But <laughs> still, again, again though, with the Pep Guardiola said a sort of thing, style of thing. But Conte said he liked what he saw, and that the defeat told him a lot. Yeah, Do, maybe he was reminiscing about his Chelsea days. Oh, yeah, maybe it told me a lot about my decision making. I mean, I think <laughs> I think that's not. I think that's not totally stupid. No, I, look. If you if you have to get the message losing two 0 at Chelsea that you've got so many fullbacks, you need a, a, an extra mm. team just for fullbacks. Um, fine, <laughs> but I, yeah, you're right though. I think they played really well first half, uh, and they looked busy and they looked like they had a game plan. But second half, the the quality just told a little bit. Yeah, I think identifying areas that we need to improve is a useful process it is unfortunately the 24th of january so yeah it's not ideal this window is a, is a weird one though isn't it a lot of fans are starting to froth about their clubs not getting business done but you know with with covid uh, um and and the loan market being really really unpredictable uh t- teams perhaps been a little bit conservative with with who they're letting go it's it's a really yeah. really difficult one so it's i mean it's going to be a bit of a i'm sure there'll always be a trolley dash on deadline day, but I'm not surprised that it's been a bit quiet this time. Mm. Um, can we talk about the ZH Carl? Because it was something yeah, right. really special, mm, wasn't fun. it? <laughs> I mean, he he, you would would normally be at Afcon, but he had he had a bit of a fall yes. out with the coach. You left him behind, so um, that that is hugely to Chelsea's benefit there. Um, and what a beautiful finish it was! And he was confident as well, wasn't he? He tried it again immediately after, or, <laughs> or got, similar. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It almost never comes off, but you know, it's worth it. What an effort, yeah. Yeah, he's, 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 I mean, he is a great player, we're told constantly, and we see the evidence. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen people say he's been a bit of a flop at Chelsea, and I know, actually, if you, you look at his numbers, they're not amazing, but I, f- I feel like he's, it, it, whenever I've seen him play, he's always been eye-catching and effective. Yeah, I don't know the, what um, people are hoping for. Speaking of uh, proposed Chelsea flops, did you see uh, this morning's uh, Lukaku sausage news? Didn't I did. It's coming on a Monday. We all got emails from uh, some kind of PR company. How uh, do they from... get our emails? I don't know, but they. Uh, but apparently, Robert Lukaku. I didn't Lukaku's, actually get this one. I'm well, he's, crea- he's created a. Uh, he's, he's created uh, co-created uh, some kind of uh, sausage meal with a Beyond Meat style company. I'm not really sure what company it is, but uh, his quotes. His quotes are really really funny. Uh, Romelu uh, said, "It's no secret that Brits love a banger, and it's becoming one of my favourite dishes too since being in the UK. I really enjoy uh, cooking for the people I love, and the Beyond Sausage never disappoints." I realise I'm doing the PR's job here, yes. but. It yeah. just makes me laugh that Lukaku has never said that a plant-based protein sausage is the perfect winter warmer and works brilliantly in hearty and wholesome dishes yeah. such as bangers <laughs> and mash, toad in the hall, or you can chop it up and put it on a pizza. <laughs> Bullshit. There's, yeah, there's Bullshit. simply no way he's Re- said those words. Give me the recording, not a deep fake recording, give me the recording of Ron Lukaku saying those bloody words. Bullshit. <laughs> I also love the idea that he has like curated this, that he's come up with this yeah. meal himself. <laughs> and it's So what you do is you get some sausages... And some mash, and, and that's it. That's the meal. Did you see? Come uh, out of my brain, that did. I was hoping yeah. that Romelu Lukaku was about to be revealed as the secret savior of that dog that got stuck on marshland. Did you see this? What? No. Someone. I'm normally quite good on dog news. I missed I this one. <laughs> I thought you'd be telling me this. Uh, yeah, he was stuck on. You know, like he would have sunk. What's it called? Like mud flats. Yeah. This dog. So someone had the bright idea of attaching a sausage to a drone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what, to sort of trick the dog into running off? Not to trick, but I guess they couldn't <laughs> themselves. They were too heavy to walk right. on the mud flat because they would have just sunk. But the... So they got the dog to follow the sausage. Brilliant. 
Brilliant. <laughs> but it wasn't Romilly Lukaku, so the link, yeah. <laughs> the link is... Anyway. <laughs> Maybe that's what the Brentford drone was all about. They were trying yeah. to lure Just lost. their yes. players into the box with we sausages. It's Newcastle, wasn't it? Trying, yeah. to, trying to sign exactly. players. <laughs> it probably had a contract on it that fell off. Like, Get that over to Ivan Tony. <laughs> <laughs> We've changed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tonight, Afghan um, Nigeria have crashed out to Tunisia one yeah. nil after being. Were you backing them? Were you? Yeah, about I was. Them? Well, like, they won. They week. won all the their group games. They're the only team to do it. Yeah, yeah, and they were. They they look really, really strong. And then um, they just had a little bit of a shocker. Tunisia had twelve players missing in total. Eleven from COVID, one from suspension. I, th- I think the manager missed the game as well. Um, and they still managed to pull it off. It's huge. Alex Awobi got sent off, but they were losing at that point anyway. Really, um, really big shock. And there's a mad penalty shootout in the other game as well. It's, it is it has woken up. Burkina Faso, you're on about. Mm-hmm. Going through. What's the capital of Burkina Faso? Uh, is it Wugadugu? <laughs> yeah, nice. It's a great combination of, of words Absolutely all around. <laughs> yeah, um, it's fascinating also to see this thing, this uh, separate event that happens whenever people get knocked out. Now people are getting knocked out of AFCON and people who support teams that have yeah. got the players in them. I was with some Rangers uh, fans last night and they were just so happy that Joe Rebo is coming back into mm. their side. And he's a great player. But yeah, um, bad luck Nigeria more generally. Yeah, Burkina Faso beat Gabon 7-6 on penalties. Um, Herve Coffey, their goalkeeper, Burkina Faso's goalkeeper, celebrated when they went, oh, when their last penalty went in. Uh, with an incredible string of somersaults. So worth a look at that. It's incredible. It's like seven somersaults. And he looked quite lonely after that because he'd somersaulted so far and nobody wanted to get close to him because it was like the rotating blades of a helicopter. And so he looked so (laughs) kind of lonely by himself when everyone was celebrating in, in one huddle. He was like... By himself. <laughs> that must be annoying. You've just done something really impressive and amazing, and just no one seems fussed. <laughs> no, oh, I've overdone it here. You can't upstage that. You're oh, through no. to the next round for crying out loud. <laughs> Fifteen yellow cards in that one, an all-time Afcon record, as well as the sending off. Ah, you can't beat that. Um, <laughs> sad news, I'm yeah. afraid, everybody. We big this one up quite heavily, for obvious reasons. Yeah. I.e., Comoros are great, and our new everyone's new second team. Um. They're going to be facing the hosts. Another good thing, you'd say. Nice yep. to be up against the hosts, have a big crowd in, even if hostile. Uh, <laughs> they're going to be facing them without a goalkeeper in the last 16 because they've got 12 COVID cases in the squads and that includes all of their keepers. So they're going to have an outfield player in yeah. goal, which we like as a concept and we were hoping to see that happen, perhaps, yeah. well, we, as we, part we of the amusing so much... roller coaster of football that yeah. we sit back from. But we definitely weren't hoping to see that from Comoros. Yeah, we weren't quite hoping it was happening, weren't we? We were saying that if it does happen We're to someone... We're not asking for COVID to you're rip definitely through people's gonna, yeah. You're definitely going to watch that to see what happens. It's Agreed. just a shame that um, Comoros, of all the teams... The, you know, the, such a tiny nation who've done so well to qualify are the are the ones who are going to be faced with this nightmare scenario. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be a fascinating game to see how Cameroon approach it. We just we shoot from distance in the like early on just to test the goalkeeper. Surely you will. Like it'll it'll be really really interesting psychologically. Yeah, mm. but if you they win it, like it, imagine dare to dream, narrative, man. Like they're the, not going to win football it. Football is football <laughs> is driven by narrative. That's all we've got. We haven't got... There's no love in the upper echelons of the game, and I just think this is just narrative. They might do it. This is like proper good stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> find out if they can. Uh, Give me Gambia so- as well this afternoon. <laughs> Fantastic. What a day of football. 7pm, 
uh, is the Comoros game. The tournament rules dictate at AFCON that teams need just 11, just 11 players to go ahead and no recognised goalkeeper. Hence, this game is happening on the BBC. Enjoy it, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Look, yeah. I think we, I mean, we're on, to, oh no, you guys are not. It's me, Luke and Vish on tomorrow's show. I think we're going to give it a full half. Yep. <laughs> and, and I think, frankly, that's the least we can do for bloody Comoros, who are yep. incredible. Nice to see you, chaps. Uh, have a nice rest of the <laughs> yeah, day, Jim. Yes, you too. <laughs> Look after yourself, Pete. Ta-ta. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. We'll see you tomorrow. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.